There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. What's up guys, this is Bo Slogan. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Sigma. Be the man you want to be. Boost energy, promote performance, increase your testosterone, and consume your competition. Text Sigma to 8675309. These statements have not been approved by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Created by L.I. Pharmaceuticals. Welcome, everybody, to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and joining with me today, we have Andy. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. My name is Tim Lanning, and I play Andy in this game. We have... B. Hey everyone, it's me, B, played by V. It's not confusing, it's just how it's gonna be. And my pronouns are she, they. It's so good to be here. Uh, he, him. Fuck, I forgot my pronouns too. He, him. <laughs> and last but not least, Agent C. Hi, I'm Matthew Morris. I'm playing Agent C, and our pronouns are he, him. We did really good, guys. I'm very confident of that intro. <laughs> We're going to cut this out and just use last week. <laughs> Especially the part where you say next week we're going to do it differently. <laughs> Keep pushing that uh, can down the road, so to speak. You're right. <clears throat> I did end up doing an outro uh, and and put everybody in there and, and talked about other Geek Link shows and stuff like that, too. So we have that there. But um, Sick. but man, do we do like a, a recap or should I just do like a canned recap? Probably like a canned recap, right? Sure. Yeah. We're Don't just flying by the seat of our pants, guys. Well, then I'm not taking notes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you would you like to do the recap, Matthew? For for oh, maybe for the agency. listeners who are here. Uh, so our story takes place at Maya Culpa Springs outside of San Francisco. Uh, agency and Andy work for NS9, that's National Security Nine, which is a poorly funded secretive organization that protects the world from monsters. <laughs> Uh, after they get a tip on the radio about a uh, mangled body, uh, they meet up with B at the scene of the crime and uh, discover that there's something else afoot. Uh, tracking a suspicious individual into a warehouse, uh, B, B single-handedly defeats uh, what they later find out is a Wendigo and that there are other murders that have taken place. 
uh, at a place called Pied Piper Investments. And that is where we left our hunters last. So over the police scanner on Andy's desk, we hear the um, call for police units to head to Pied Piper Investments, uh, a local day trading investment building uh, in downtown. Let him die. Mm-hmm. Don't care. They don't care. I'm good. <laughs> and all three of you are together at the NS9 offices. Yes. You had just dropped off the body of the previous creature that you just vanquished uh, to the, what do they call those people? The soul staff. Uh under cops, the, not the, per- the person who uh, people that do autopsy. More stuff. <laughs> the yeah, like autopsy. The, Men in black. The autopsy. Okay, I like that. The autopsy. Medical professional. I'm look it up. So, what do you do? So, we found out on last time that the guy that we found that was killed was from Pied Piper Investments. Correct. After bringing the body in, you did check through the clothing. You were able to find his wallet and some identification as well as a business card. Um, You did find out that this person or creature uh, was originally named Rocky Grenier, Mm. uh, and he was a day trader of stocks at a Pied Piper. Oh, sorry. So I think – so the the Wendigo was Rocky Grenier, not the person who was found mangled in the street – in the – uh, alleyway. Correct. Okay. Correct. You did not search the body that was mangled. You searched the creature that you killed. God. And now you're realizing that your Wendigo or what you believe to be a Wendigo mm-hmm. was a person. So you're not sure how that works. From your experience, typically people and monsters are two separate categories. The humans and then you have the monsters that prey on the humans. Mm -hmm. So now you're kind of brought this conundrum that a human was turned into a Wendigo. You vanquished a Wendigo. And now you're hearing that there are more killings happening at Pied Piper Investments. All right. Well, uh, and and I have two cups of coffee in my hand for agency and B. Uh, Well, I guess we got to go. I don't know if we have time to, uh, here, you can just keep the normal mug, but you got to bring it back, uh, B. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. And I take the mug, and I'm going to hand it to the forensic pathologist who's performing the uh, <laughs> autopsy. Thank you for looking that up. <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh, what's their name again, Fred? Uh, Harold. Uh, Harold. Uh, yes, <laughs> Harold Kobayashi. He's Kobayashi? Got sh- Kobayashi, yeah. He's got short, spiky hair. He wears horn-brimmed glasses. He's got a long lab coat. And underneath the lab coat, you see, like, a BTS shirt peeking out. And uh, he's like, oh, thank you. Um, I don't like- – are you a part of NS9? I don't think I know your name. Hey, uh, we're actually about to leave. So uh, but my name is B. I'll check you out later. Uh, enjoy that cup. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, Her- Harold, she's uh, she's with me for uh, investigations purposes. So sort of a, a- – Temp worker. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go check out this body you brought in, and uh, if I find anything interesting, I'll give you a call. Hey, uh, Harold, you said a uh, fire, right? I'm sorry? For for He told us it was a Wendigo, right? I don't believe so, oh. no. Oh, okay. I figured out it was a Wendigo. Oh, Correct. I thought we – So okay. Andy, Andy opened up his NS9 field manual uh, <laughs> at the location and was able to correlate the different features of – the creature you killed and was kind of able to come up with this must be a Wendigo. Yes. Got it. But I think we did make a comment that a Wendigo traditionally has like antlers and is more like animalistic, you know, it's considered an evil spirit type monster. 
Um, so not all of the features fit this creature that you killed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, Harold, if you find anything else out, just uh, just give me a call. Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely, Agent. And uh, he goes back into uh, his little uh, lab area, and he's drinking the coffee, and he's like, "Wait, isn't this just our coffee?" Oh. <laughs> Not the good stuff. I guess we we want to sprint to agency's van right i i i'll drive and uh you know uh put on i don't do we have a siren no (laughs) (laughs) it's a very unassuming vehicle (laughs) i I put in my my adapter for the tape deck so that we can we can hook up a mp3 player (laughs) so that we can listen to tunes on the way down yeah yes so wait is it just like a cassette that has like a cord that comes out that turns into like an auxiliary output that goes into your phone yeah i like to think that it also has like a garmin style gps that you kind of like suction (laughs) cup to to it so we 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 can we know where we're going okay the the video that's on the garmin is just like very basic and it's just like an arrow with a circle going over a green line Uh, I have a question. Are we actually in modern times, though? Like, yes. should we have modern technology? Absolutely. Okay. While this is happening, I'm going to play that very cool game that I found on the quote, quote, dark web, uh, which is just some, what what game was it again? Harvest Hunters or something? Uh, I don't are remember. you talking about Monster Hunters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to do. It's like Finding pulling Nintendo that. Switch out of the ether. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. It's a great idea. Yes. So B is playing on her uh, Monster Hunter Edition Nintendo Switch that she pulls out of her bag uh, <laughs> as uh, as Agent C starts to play some music uh, through the adapter. Uh, I'm curious, what, what kind of music plays in your van? Excellent question. It's 80s rock. Okay. <laughs> Even though I'm driving, I'm not allowed to pick the music. Ah, B, I get no respect in here, huh? I'm so sorry about that. Uh, what would you like to listen to? Because I will make that happen. Uh, and I reach no, it's, into it's my fine. hole. It's fine. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's better this way. I like the, the idea that B was about to make like uh, a mixtape for Andy of like whatever music he wanted to listen to. All I want is for Andy to have his dreams come true. One day. Aww, that, that's friendship. Are you are you the angel over Andy's shoulders? Yes, Fred. Obviously. Oh, oh okay. Everyone I knows. No, uh, never. So the three of you take the NS9 van, head over to Pied Piper Investments. When you arrive, once again, a very similar scene. There's a couple of squad cars outside. Um, there's probably about six or seven people outside. A couple of them are talking to police officers, um, and it looks like they are currently just like, you know, just putting up tape around the place. Um, how would you like to proceed? Are we too late? I mean, they already called. They called it over on the the scanner, so someone else must have already been here. Oh, it's you guys again. Oh, it, it, is it McMuffins? <laughs> officer, yeah, Officer Hot, Officer Hot. Yeah, that's my name. Hart McMuffins. Got it. Well, only my friends call me McMuffins. <laughs> well, we're fast friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It might take more than McMuffins to make that happen. We have coffee. What, what is what is it going to take? Uh, I'll take, I'll take your coffee. I hand over a half-drank mug of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can. All right. Are there uh, not monsters here? Why are we talking about McMuffins? 
Monsters? What are you talking about? There's some crazy dude killing people up in there. What are you talking about, monsters? So why are we just acting chill? And Andy, Andy, I'm gonna need you to cool off. Officer, really anybody who's going around tearing apart people has to be a monster. Uh, yeah, in, in, uh, I get it. In the metaphorical sense, absolutely. I get it. Yeah, he's like absolutely a monster. Versus Frankenstein monster. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, what, there's a Frankenstein in there. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, well, we gotta go. Just make sure uh, if anything breaks out, you call us. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a police investigation. You, you, we don't have civilians going in we here. We don't have time for this again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Can you give a McMuffin? Sorry. I, I pull out a McMuffin, but also a fake ID that, like, some <laughs> FBI badge or something, and I'm like gonna flash it real fast. Be like, sir, we're here to control the problem. Here's your McMuffin. Oh, oh, you're with the FBI. I don't, I, earlier you were talking about some NS9 bullshit. Sorry, so. it's, a, it's yeah. a special division. It's a division of the FBI, of NS9, of, you know, the more time that we sit here and talk to mm-hmm. you about this, the more life it's is lost. It's technically a private organization, much like the Federal Reserve. It gets yeah, a they, little complicated. It's, it's special. We specialize in cruel and unusual kind of crimes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to run and be like, stay away from NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> what have NFTs? I don't get it. Nobody does. So you guys enter into the building and uh, it's probably about, uh, I want to say around 530 uh, in the evening. Um, the sun is starting to wane down behind the mountains and uh, you walk into a fluorescent lit office. After going up one flight of stairs, you come to the office uh, that has the Pied Piper Investments uh, logo on it. And you notice that the door is open. Um, you could hear some rustling and some banging going on on the inside of the office. How would you like to proceed? Is the is the office lit? Yes, it and, is. And the whole lit. The, the whole building's been cordoned off by police. Correct. You assume that the people that are outside are probably from this office. You saw them talking to a couple of okay. people. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I will. Is is a door open like out or in? Like would it? Would I pull if I'm outside? Would I pull the door out towards me, or would I have to push it in further? Which one would you prefer? <laughs> well, when was the building built? Because I can tell you which one it would be. Uh, whew, it's it's kind of an older town. I'm going to say like 1969. Okay, nice. it would pull, you open it outwards. Open I it would, outwards. Uh, there you go. Yep. So that that means I don't have to like go into the room when I when I open it. So I would uh, I'd be like, all right, Andy. First rule of detective work. I have my gun up. Put 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 it put it put it, away, put it away. Put it away. Put it away. Okay. I'm going to open the door slowly, and you're going to tell me what you see. And then I'll kind of, like, brace myself against the door and kind of pull it open towards me. Okay, let's go. Yeah, I can do this. So as you do so, Andy, you look into the office of this investment firm. Yes. And you see what looks like several chest-high cubicles, gray uh, walls that are made of some kind of cheap material lined with metal. Mm. Um, And you see several computers and chairs and desks. Um, Everything looks very benign. Depressing, yeah. Depressing, yes, exactly. I don't, I don't, uh, just some depressing office, agent. We already left our office. What? What's different? I, better, parts of it are better than our office, I'll say. Their, their cubicles are clean, but uninspiring. Do you, do you see any people? What's going on? I don't see any people. I don't see I'll, anything. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, like, 
step behind Andy and kind of like look over his shoulder and see what's what I see. So <clears throat> what I could suggest is um, you could probably read a bad situation as you enter into this room with the knowledge that more than likely there is a creature here. Uh -huh. um, or you can uh, just go right in. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you didn't say there's anything when I looked in. <laughs> Yep. So I'm down with, I'm just going to go in. I love to read a bad situation. What? You're wrong. <laughs> I charge in. <laughs> Tim, act under pressure. Okay. Doesn't he have a move for this? Yes, I do. I get a plus two forward and act under pressure rolls. Okay. Yeah. And I get to do two things. I get to, well, I'll, we'll do this and then I'll surprise you when the other ones come up. Whee! Uh, that is an eight. Wait. What is roll under pressure? Uh, what do I what do I add to that? Oh, cool. 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 Okay, so that's a nine. Okay, so you are successful. Uh, actually, you're semi-successful. I apologize because it's a ten plus, which is a true success. Okay. So you walk into the office as agency opens the door, and you don't see anything, so you feel confident, and you start to step in. And immediately your senses kind of go into overdrive mm -hmm. as to the right-hand side of you, as you enter this room, there is a person hurtling towards you and uh, just tackles right into you. The two of you tumble onto the ground. <coughs> what does Agent C or B do? So I have, um, basically what I, my move is what could go wrong and whenever I charge into immediate danger, Without hedging your bets, hold two. You may spend your hold two. Take two forward on an act under pressure roll, which I did. Inflict one harm or reduce someone's harm suffered. So can I so accidentally get my 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 gun off on him? Oh god, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, do you want to harm? Um you react, and as this body charges into you, uh, you pull out your firearm, and just in the nick of time, you're able to discharge it right into like the lower end of this person's body as it kind Hell of yeah. tackles into you. Hell Agency yeah. B, you hear Andy's gun go off as uh, you hear uh, two bodies thump to the ground. What would you like to do? The fact that he didn't have to roll for that makes me concerned. <laughs> um. I'm questioning if I should be reading a bad situation or acting under pressure now. Uh, I think my gut instinct would be to try and pull the body off of Andy. Okay. So go ahead and roll protect someone. Uh, protect someone is tough. That is a, an eight. I passed a roll. Okay. So as you uh, <laughs> react after hearing the gunshot and the muffled sounds of Andy being tackled to the ground, ah! you immediately run over and um, you start to pull this body off. Uh, and the person in front of you is wearing something very similar uh, to Andy and these other people, just daytime work clothing, probably like a button up shirt, uh, gray slacks. He's currently just like screaming in your uh, arms as blood starts welling onto his gray pants as he was shot in the meaty part of his thigh by mm. Andy. Oh, God. <laughs> what what does the thing look like? Uh, well, he's probably about 5'10", oh, um, has olive-toned <laughs> skin, dark hair. Oh, wait, what? Are you the cops? What's going on? Why did Why you shoot me? me? I was running to the door and you just came out at the same time. I didn't know you were there. I was looking through the door for like a second. I think you shot my dick. What is... Oh my God. <laughs> you, you shot my dick? Me. I'd like to roll soothe. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I guess I don't have to, actually. I don't think you roll soothe. I yeah, think you just, no, t- just tell me. It. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, like, grab this person's head oh and, God. like, bring it down to my level. Listen, I know you've been shot. This is a horrible situation, but we've got to get you out of here. The thing that you need to focus on is that you are alive and you are okay. And I am here to help you. You want a piggyback ride? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that sounds great. Um, uh, Yeah, please. Okay. Cool. And I give him a piggyback ride. And he is just bleeding all over your back. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll offer a hand to Andy to help him up. You saw that, right? I, I mean, he had, I, I thought I was doing good to get my, my gun up. I thought I was like, when to go dinner. Andy, I gotta tell you, man. You gotta, you gotta really <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> I thought, I thought I was doing good. You, you, Andy, did you pee your pants? No, it's I just have his blood on me. Speaking of blood, this guy's like gushing all over my back. Is that yeah. Right? Okay, I mean, can... he was probably shot in the thigh, so it's probably not life threatening. <laughs> but I mean, there's a good amount of blood. I mean, that was like a point blank range shot into the thigh. As he and got this tackled. is just a regular office building, right? Like That is correct. It's just on the second story. There, it might be like a two-story building for this okay. company. It, it was probably I- supposed to have been evacuated though, right? <laughs> if there are bodies. Correct. Yes. So more than likely, a good amount of people had left when the commotion started, but there might be other people trapped in the building or being accosted by the creature that they had indicated or the person they had indicated. And and the person on your back, B, is like, thank you so much. Are are you an angel? <laughs> Why would you even say that? And I'd like to roll magic. <laughs> okay. Weird. That's a 10. Ooh. Okay. And um, what I like to do is be like, no, of course not. And I'm going to call forward a bunch of first aid kits to me so that they kind of just like wrap around his – like this is just some triage shit while we're going. So just a bunch of gauze and tape around his legs. Like, no, I'm a normal human being just like you, obviously. <laughs> Don't ever worry about it. Am I dying? I think I'm hallucinating. Does that happen when you die? I think I'm dying. Okay, now I'm going to take him off of my back and carry him like a little toddler on my side and be like, you're not dying. No one's ever dying. In fact, dying isn't even real. I, I'm i Richie. You're Richie? Yeah. I'm, I'm B. It's great to meet you. Hi, B. I, I think you saved my life. Hey, did you know a guy in here named Rocky? Oh, yeah. Rocky Grenier? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of a douchebag. Is he? Can you tell me more about him? Can you expand on what douchebag might mean? Yeah, you know, he's just like one of those alpha male types. He goes to like this hunting lodge on the weekends with some of his other friends that work here, uh, you know, like Jason. And oh, my God, B, Jason, he's in there right now. He came in like like looking like he was all on drugs. And I think he attacked somebody. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, um, let me let me tell my buddies that are back there. Okay, hold on. And I'm just gonna swing around and say like, Jason, he's all drugs, which means like code. Y'all get it, right? I guess there's a guy named Jason who's on drugs. I don't know why that has to do with anything. I mean, like, can I hear them like saying all of this? <laughs> sure. I like, I think uh, hold on. at this point, uh, agency would be like. Ugh. God, this is the part that I hate. And he'd be like, 
All right, this is NS9. I'm Agency, and uh, anybody who's here, uh, come on out. It's safe. Don't worry about that gunshot. We took care of the problem. Yes, and and, and if you come out, don't charge us. <laughs> Just, yeah, come out, hands up where we can see them. We'll escort you out of the building. No problem. Yeah, let us make sure that we can see your fingernails. See, Andy, you have to do that first. So that if you shoot anyone afterwards, you can say that it I wasn't your cops, fault. I didn't. Oh, I see. You, okay, you watched too much cops. I just thought those cops did anything, but it looks like they didn't. They, they do do anything, fault. but it's not the right thing. Uh, am I going to get in trouble? Well, yeah. No. no. You're going to have to talk to someone. Oh, man. Yeah. At that point, you hear a scuffling and banging noise on the far end of the office. You look down the row of cubicles and you can see that as this row ends, there are some smaller offices that have doors um, and what look like uh, windowed walls that could be looked into. Um, there's another larger room off to the side that looks like maybe some kind of cafeteria slash kitchenette uh, for the people that work here. You believe that the noises are coming from that end of the room. Is this a good time to read about the situation? <laughs> Go ahead. That is eight on the dice, and I think – is it my thing gives me cool and so, – uh, so that is ten. Okay. Gosh. Hey, that's much better than last episode when you rolled several sixes. I'm going to level up so quick. <laughs> <laughs> so when you read a bad situation, um, you can actually, with your success, uh, ask me uh, one of these following questions. So do you have that list in front of you? I do. Um I think the first one I would ask is, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I would say that the only danger is this creature. So there aren't any like secondary creatures or maybe like hazards or traps set up to any like, other office workers ready to tackle us. I, I don't know if they'd be considered threats. Okay. Oh, I get hold three. Does that mean I get asked three total questions? Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, what is my best way in? Instead of going down the current hallway of cubicles in front of you, if you actually cut along the wall to the right, when you go down the hallway at the end there, it will actually give you a straight line into that uh, cafeteria room and you'll be able to see in while you approach. Awesome. Like there's no blind corners. And I guess what is what's most vulnerable to me? Andy, <laughs> I think I think what's most vulnerable is um, I mean yes, truly Andy or possibly any other people that might be left here. All right, I think what uh, at this point uh, agency is like. All right, we've already called. All right, we called and see if anybody need any help. Heard some banging. We know there's a monster, or at least Jason's on drugs. All right, Andy, get low. Follow me. I get real low. Like, too low. Would you say that Shorty got low, 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 low? <laughs> he's like army crawling on the ground. <laughs> yeah. He's he's crawling with his gun in his teeth. And Agency <laughs> just kind of, like, crouched. Yeah, yes. it was like a stapler in my hand. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, your crouch is not even that low. Like, your head's still peeking up above the cubicles. You're just like, no, you're, you're over it. You don't even want to, like... Uh, are I you don't okay. want to die. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> So as the two of you get closer to uh, this cafeteria, you can hear what sounds like chewing noises. Ew. As you as you 
round the corner and get closer, uh, you can see what looks like a person, um, st- like crouching over another person. And from the sounds, you feel like they are probably eating this person on the Ugh. ground who is lying still. All right. I will draw my gun, then I will put it back, and I will text B <laughs> to say <laughs> to say that I I, I kind of just explain how we got to where we are or where we are on in the office. Maybe not how we got there because that would take too long. Uh, and then I will <laughs> I will draw my draw my gun again, and I'll do one of those things where like I tell Andy stay right here, and then I'll like <laughs> I'll pivot around and like get to the other side of behind something so that uh both of us could like peek around the corner and get a good shot and it's like all right andy come on just get get just come around to the corner here all right yeah 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 Yeah. um okay fred are we on the second floor the office is on the second floor i don't know if you have chosen to take richie all the way down to the police on the first floor or if you leave him bandaged up on the second floor stairway yeah, I'm just going to take him to the outside stairway or to the stairwell. Um, I'm going to make contact with like the police and just leave him there and go back in. Okay, so he hobbles down the stairway towards the police and then you yeah. head back in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to allow agency to or Andy to make one action before B joins back up with us. Um, you can choose to uh, choose to roll some uh, kick some ass or uh, protect someone, manipulate someone. And- yeah, not a lot of options, but yeah. uh, you could take the first action. Uh, yeah, I think I just want to um, – I'll go uh, kick some ass. Okay. And I will, uh, uh, trying to redeem myself, shoot gun. So Agent C kind of pulls Andy into a side office and is like, okay, we're going to stay here. And he starts to like text B and Andy immediately kind of embarrassed maybe by the previous incident wants to take things into his control. I think a- I think agency is probably like he's talking as he's like texting, kind of like how some people do. They're kind of like under their breath. He's like, shoot. And, and then. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Pow! I got a, I got a, a freaking ten. Okay, so that is a success. Um, so tell us what you do. Yeah, I go around the corner with my uh, NS nine, uh, like little little pistol, little little tiny basic revolver type pistol. Matthew, do they still call them revolvers if they have the like spinny chamber boy? If or is if revolver, revolver has different? to have the chamber, otherwise. It'd be like a handgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those the smaller ones, you know what I'm saying? And um I'm going to so oh on a 10 plus I get an extra effect. Okay, so I do two damage and then um because it's a handgun, and then I will uh force them where I want them. So I want to say that maybe that the shot kind of like pushes them over because they got probably more from startle. Um, so they get like pushed back onto their, their fanny. Okay. So, uh, you come around the corner, you brandish your revolver with both hands and you point and shoot the gun crackles with a large bang and your arms kind of start to fling back towards you, but you have control of it before it hits you. And the bullet strikes true and just bursts into the back of this creature hovering over the body. The hit him. 
momentum, the inertia of the bullet pushes this creature off of uh, the body on the ground. And as it drops to its backside, you can clearly see now that it is another human-esque creature. Uh, their skin, although he is muscular, the skin is very tight and graying. His fingers are elongated into talons, and you can see that there is just blood splattered all over his face as his sharp teeth were uh, eating something on the ground, which was probably another uh, employee of this company. That person is lying in a pool of blood on their back with their midsection exposed from the outside and uh, is not moving. It's kind of oh, gross, Fred. Sometimes life is, Matt. Matt, Damn. Matt, Matt, Matthew. And then you look, the creature starts to snap and writhe as its body starts to like right itself and gets into a crouching position and is looking at Andy. So, Andy, um, as this happens, the creature starts to hurtle towards you. Ah! Agency, you have one move before this creature reaches Andy. Hmm. I think I also want to shoot it, but I don't know if I would go and protect Andy. I think I would kick some ass. I'm ready to kick some ass. Okay. With what weapon? Uh, I do not have my shotgun. I left that in the van because it's weird to just go into an office building with a shotgun. Well, you knew there were monsters. (laughs) And your assault rifle is back at the office. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I I never even packed up the assault rifle. So I have have the 9mm. So you have your your 9mm. Yeah. So let me let me try the dice from last week and see if they do me any better this time. Nope. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, that's a four. That's bad roll. I'm better that's, at guns than not, you. Yeah. Right, you're I'm supposed gonna, to roll high. I'm not gonna it's roll not the skull like dice again. Cthulhu, where you're <laughs> supposed to roll low. Okay, so as you come out from the protection of the office, you enter into the hallway and you kind of shove Andy off to the side and you take your stance, you pull out your 9mm and you shoot at this creature, but it is already upon you. It has moved across the short distances of the hallway so rapidly that it is now barreling into you instead of Andy who originally hit it since you took that shot. You are going to take three harm. As its sharp claws dig into you. And that's before my armor? That is correct. Excellent. So you will only take one one harm due to your battlefield awareness and your flak fest. But it is now on top of you and it is just clawing at you ferociously. And it is strong. I I don't like that. It's bad. B, you hear a shot go off. And then another one. And then a loud thumping noise as you hear Agency kind of grunting and talking under his breath as he is being uh, flailed by a creature. Am I close? You can reach them. You can reach them in time. It just depends. Okay. You you have the option of protecting someone, uh, kicking some ass, um, or even maybe acting under pressure if you wanted to do something uh, other than those two. Uh, okay, yeah. So I am going to go in and kick some ass. That seems okay. like the most... Uh, appropriate action um so are they kind of like all like football huddled on top of each other andy's basically close by but off to the side uh agency is on his back on the ground and this creature is on top of him just slashing down with these long talons um they're kind of in an intersection of the cubicles on the far end of the the room so you could approach from essentially two different directions. 
okay. from their side or from the point of their head. Um, so now that all of the office has been kind of grossed up and everything, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, pull my hands up and pull up all of the dirt and grime from the floor, all of the little tattered pieces of shreddy shit. And, um, I'm going to like make this big, uh, like thick barrier in between the creature and agent C. So he's got some kind of a shield and then that thing is going to start wrapping around kind of magnetically pulling this creature in on itself, almost like uh, causing an implosion. Interesting. Okay. Roll kicks some ass. That can't be right. (laughs) Those two ones can't be right. (laughs) 13. 13. So that is a success. Now, we actually learned last time that we do not take the advanced options as of yet, but on a 10 plus, you do take um, a a bonus, an extra effect. Which one would you like to take? Uh, Tell me again, what's a bonus again? So on a 10 plus, choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm, or you force them where you want. I want to force them where I want. Okay. Yeah, so that's the whole goal is to get them off of agency. So I want to, like, pull them a good, like, 10 feet away from both agency and Andy so everyone can kind of, like, get up and, uh, like, re-aim or whatever they need to do. Okay, so you you pull the creature off and uh, the overall harm is three, correct? That is correct. Okay. So uh, both uh, maneuvering this creature, but also harming it at the same time, um, the creature is now kind of like bound and clawing at this barrier-esque um, spell that you put around it, um, but it is it is not subdued and it has not dropped. It is still up and fighting, and at which point it is going to uh, directly go after B, and um, you are going to... Uh, act under pressure. Eight. Okay. You are going to essentially be slightly successful, but it has come right at you and has focused its attention on you. It's almost instinctual in its in its actions. And every time something kind of takes its attention, it goes directly after it. And now this creature is coming straight at you and you're uh, going to take two harm prior to any type of defenses or bonuses as it just hurtle towards you. And you dodge out of the way, but you still get inflicted with harm. It means I take one harm. One. All right, Andy, this is your time to shine. Let's go, baby. Um, I, I, so it, it, it has meleeed, I guess, as a word, B. It is, yeah, currently in combat with B. Okay, yeah, I don't believe any of my maneuvers or moves, excuse me, um, would do anything here. Uh, so you could, I probably could have argued that what could go wrong would have been last round but it felt a little weird using it back to back um but maybe i should have who's to say i'm still learning uh yeah i would like to um uh help out by grabbing like a monitor behind me and whipping it at the monster to kind of like distract it in order to um uh, give another hunter a plus one going forward I, I just want to confirm this is the second hold action of what could go wrong. Is that correct? No, no, no. I use my second action of what could go wrong to shoot our good friend. What's his name? Okay. 
what are you doing? Jason, Jason. So what are you doing now? Are you doing protect someone? Help out. Oh, help out. Perfect. Okay, go ahead and roll help out. You got it, baby. Ooh, baby. Uh, That would be a seven. Okay, so uh, you do grant a plus one to their role, but you also expose yourself to possibly some trouble or danger. Now, was this (laughs) plus one going to go to... Oh, Uh, does it go to... Oh, it goes to one. So you could choose either agency or B. I I will uh, uh, give it to to B. Okay, because she's currently in combat with a creature. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you pick up the monitor and without even thinking about the possible cords that are connected to it, you (laughs) throw the monitor and through sheer luck, you throw it in an angle where all of the cords just kind of pop out of it. And the monitor hurdles towards the back of this creature. And it, it, there's a loud crunch and like meaty noise that uh, comes from this impact. And it is now just staring at you with red feral eyes. Uh, and there's just blood dripping off of its face. And he, it just starts walking towards you. I, um, I jump over the cubicle wall. I'm sure that's going to offer me a lot of protection. It jumps onto the wall. And now you're pinned underneath the cubicle wall as it is on top of you. <laughs> yeah. Due to your semi-success. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Jurassic Park holding the T-Rex. Yes. Yes. Biting through my my suv uh moon roof fuck uh, all right I, I think i would like to protect someone <laughs> in okay. this case i'd like to protect andy all That's right me. so go ahead and roll plus tough Oof, and then right. let me know what your uh total is oh those dice are so much better that's a nine <laughs> all right so that is a nine total is that total correct? yeah okay so you do protect them but you'll also suffer some harm for getting in the way uh therefore let me know what it is that you were trying to do i think i would kind of get low like andy and i would help him just kind of like shove this thing off of mm. the wall and pull andy out from underneath it okay And as you do so, uh, you put yourself in harm's way and it slashes out at you. Um, This one is going to be two harm. um, So I don't think you actually take any damage um, and you're able to pull Andy out of the way. Now it's distracted, obviously, with Andy and Agent C in front of it. And B, it is your turn to act. Great. Uh, I'm going to pull the water cooler off of the, its little stand and like smash it onto the ground. And you should hear like this bubbling uh, by my hands as I'm pulling up all of the water. And I'm going to run over and create just like a globe of water around its head to drown it. Okay. Now, remember, you still have a plus one forward from Andy, who assisted you earlier with help out. Okay. And go ahead and roll your kick ass. 12. Okay. So that is a success. Um, You once again can choose an extra effect, like extra harm, uh, forcing them where you want to go, you suffering less harm. So uh, as a part of this attack, it does actually slash at you. So you would either take one harm or you can negate it, or you could do extra harm to it and still take the one harm. Yeah, so I wanted to like stay focused on me and um I'm just gonna like keep pulling it closer, like eyes on me and you know, not on Andy and Agency. And so I want to inflict extra harm. So just like pushing that water down its throat so that it can't get any air. And with that and the four harm that you would apply with your powers, um, you can see like 
its eyes to start to bulge. You can see his neck is starting to engorge and bulge out as well. And it, the chest is heaving, like trying to get air. Uh, but you know that the only thing it's able to take in is the water globe that's around its head. Um, it's frantically slashing at you in death throes. That is when you take your one damage uh, from the two harm that inflicts you. Um, but it does seem to slow down. It drops down to two knees. And as it loses consciousness, the globe drops. He also drops. And then it, there's just like water gushing out of its mouth. Um, that also has what looks like blood and body parts mixed into it. More than likely mixed into what was in its stomach and then expelled as it fell onto the ground. The creature lies still. Oh, that was gross. Um, yeah, that was pretty yucky. I need a nap. I need a real long nap, actually. Um, what if there's more, though? It could be... Nope. I'm going to quickly frisk the the body and see if we can find some identification or any... And, what you know, turn out his pockets, essentially. Yeah, so once again, you know, very similar. Uh, that just like last time, there's keys. Um, you know, there's a, a roll of uh, chapstick. And then you find the wallet. Uh, the wallet does have similar identification um this time the name is jason rourke um you can see that he also has a, a business card it's in a eggshell white and it's textured uh and it does say uh day trader pied piper investments and what was the profession the other guy was also a day trader wasn't mm -hmm. he correct the other guy was rocky grenier and now jason rourke interestingly both day traders now earlier i don't know if you would have heard it but b had a, a quick conversation with richie who was uh the trader that was injured by andy uh and he had mentioned uh something about rocky and like the type of person he was and made comments about like what he does on the weekends and stuff like that yeah he mentioned so that a lodge a or something yeah he goes Correct. to that great wolf lodge sorry was that b saying that or v saying that yeah. Yeah, no, it's me. It's B. <laughs> Hi, B. I'm C. I see. Uh, I'm Andy. No, I see. <laughs> of, cor of course you're C. Hi, Hi C. B. Hi, C. Hi, C's a drink. favorite punch. Oh, this guy, this guy is also a day trader here, and so was that other guy. Do we think there's any others in the building? We should check, right? Or are we are the... Well, we should still check even if we're on the top floor. I don't know how many floors this building has. I probably do. I probably saw it. I think uh, we might need to distract the cops and get this back into the van so that we can bring it back to headquarters. Probably need to take a look at that other body in the other room. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a back door. Why don't I make a diversion? You yeah. guys can slip it into the van. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do, Fred, uh, this is this is me being. You know, I don't want to break the fourth wall here. So, do we know that if we don't defeat it with its weakness, that we didn't win? That that's a a hard question to answer because we have to understand what these creatures are. Right. Some things I can say is that yes, you are absolutely right. If they were, if you were unable to use your weakness, and that is why this creature actually took several more hits than the last one, because without really kind of, you know, pulling the cloth off of, you know, the, the scene, your guns probably didn't have as much effect on it as V's attacks. How dare um, you. So B has the ability to target 
the creature's weaknesses no matter what with her moves. So it took her two attacks to drop this creature. Whereas last oh. time she critted and killed the creature in one. Sorry, you did say that we've worked with B before, so we probably know that for whatever reason her specialty she's very effective. Like, yeah, she can pull things out out of like thin air, and uh, obviously is not strictly speaking human, uh, or maybe whatever. Uh, it also can cut out a lot of paperwork by by uh, killing them in a in a way that we're not sure how it yeah. always works. Okay, so I think I think I would interpret that because B was the one to defeat it, I would assume that it's been defeated. That yeah, it that's that's a safe assumption for this current creature, yes. Oh I, no, I mean um, as as agency having worked with B in the past. Correct. I think, yeah, I think like, that's what I would assume. You've you found yourselves in situations where you've used conventional weapons against monsters and then realized like either they had come back or you had to figure out how to kill them and you would investigate a mystery and you're like, oh, I need to get a wood stake to kill this guy because he's a vampire or, oh, I need a silver bolt to kill this guy because he's a werewolf. And once B started kind of joining with you in certain missions, she's able to do all of that with her powers mm -hmm. now in this situation you had made a comment earlier about information andy had learned about which was typically if you didn't have b with you you would have probably had to figure out how to create some kind of damage through fire to essentially take down a wendigo because the wendigo's weakness is fire right but at the same time we were we were saying that it might not be a Wendigo because we weren't we weren't one hundred percent on that, and that's the yeah. mystery, right? Yeah. There's something different going on here. This is yeah. a typical monster case because you're like, well, now there's two of them, and they were human once. What does that mean? I think. I think yeah, I wonder if we if there's like reason to be like, next one we find, don't let B kill it. Let's throw fire on it to see and do some sci murder science but that's pro <laughs> i probably would just want to not die so the best science i think my my instinct is to like take picture like just quick cell phone pictures of the creature and its victim send those back to harold kobayashi our forensic <laughs> pathologist and um and then be like all right andy let's uh let's get this thing out of here can we I mean, we're assuming there's a, another way out of the office. Mm -hmm. Fire, yeah, fire yeah. exit or something. Yeah, I just love the idea of of like in the foreground, it's B talking to the cops. In the background, it's just us two chuckleheads carrying a dead body. What if we put the dead body on one of the broken uh, on the uh, the collapsed uh, cubicle wall and use yeah. that as like I, the stretcher, like a stretcher? I, I feel yeah. like two people could carry it out <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely i almost said both bodies i'm like oh, oh no no no, no. just hard. the just the creature yeah the, leave the, I was like, the I victim don't, I, even even though we're playing a fantasy tabletop game i don't want my character to do that much work <laughs> that's there's too much blood in there yeah and this exactly. one vomited all the blood up so it's not yeah in it anymore. we need to get a like a bag to put more of the blood in there and it, like a probably like a, a scooper of some sort a scooper of holding yes for all the blood <laughs> And, and you do so with relative ease um, because although the police had taped off like the entranceway to this building, 
they haven't even had the the foresight to go to the back and maybe cover the back entrances for people escaping or maybe the the murderer escaping out that way. So obviously the police aren't very good at their job. Um, and, you know, Officer Hart is sitting there munching on his Egg McMuffin, drinking out of an NS9 mug, drinking his coffee that he got from Agency, and B's just kind of like talking to them. And at which point Richie comes up to you uh, and goes, B, thank you so much for saving me. Um, I don't know what I would have done. I would have probably bled out after that person shot me. Was he a cop? Yes, he was a cop. Well, local, <laughs> local police. Well, I'm, I'm going to definitely talk to, you know, the lieutenant and uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, bring it to their attention that cops are just shooting people willy-nilly. But yeah. uh, anyways, um, did you, were you able to find, save, stop Jason? Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually pretty bad at uh, talking to people in general. Um, I don't quite understand what it is that you need from me. Um, did you want comfort right now or did you want <laughs> truth? Um, I, I guess comfort. Yeah. It's been kind of a crazy day. Yeah. I hear you. Um, you know, the thing that I always like to tell people when, uh, experiences like this happen is that, uh, you know, you got out alive and, you know, live your best life. You know, don't don't spend your time here trading in coins and dollar signs. You know, life is more than all of this. I would encourage you to get out there and see the mountains and uh, feel the ocean breeze. Uh, get some sand. Yeah. This is a this is a pitiful life. You know what? You're right. I'm going to take all that vacation I accrued and I'm just going <laughs> to go out on the road. Yeah. You know, get a van. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a Winnebago or something. Absolutely. What is that? Uh, what do you know about win Windigos? <laughs> um, Windigos. I'm sorry. Win win yeah. Windigos. That's a good name for the van. You said Windigo. I didn't say Windigo. You said. Oh, Wendigo. I said Winnebago. It's like a RV, like a big van that you could like sleep in and drive around the country. Like you know what an RV is, right? Like an Re apartment, <laughs> like a it, well, yeah, it's like an apartment on wheels. Yeah, kind of. It's a recreational vehicle. I've talked to my friend Andy about this. Yeah, we could probably well, get one. You called it a Windabagos. <laughs> well, Fuck. yeah. So, hey, you mentioned Rocky earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird that you Runs mentioned back. him because both of them actually have been hanging out over the weekends and going to the mountains to a place called Wintercrest Lodge. And they've been talking about this, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a drug or a supplement, but they've been taking something called Sigma lately. Sigma. And uh, they've been really like, I mean, you didn't hear it from me, but they've been like roided out lately. And seeing Jason the way he was today, I don't know, maybe it was a drug that he was on, but yeah. I mean, I've never seen him like that before. Is it just the two of them that have been hanging out or has there been like a smaller group that they've been associated with? I mean, I, I only know about the two of them because they love to talk to me for some reason about the shit they do over the weekend, but I could really care less. They're kind of douchey. Um, but yeah, they go to Wintercrest Lodge. It's up in the mountains. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with the drug or if that's completely separate, but I guess that's all I've got. Well, you've been a super huge help to me, Richie. Um, do you mind sit here? Put your phone number in this, please. Uh, 
and I hand yeah. him my phone. And he starts to type in his phone number and uh, he goes, hey, look, um, I know we just met, but if you want to go on a trip with me, you know, I'm thinking about getting a Winnebago. Maybe we could just like <laughs> go see the country. You know, like you said, this life is too short and full of shit. I, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds fun, actually. Great. Um, how about maybe like two days from now, I'll go and rent the Winnebago and you'll call me. I put my number in your phone. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Slam. We, we're carrying like a giant garbage bag with like a hand sticking out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, Andy, who's his blood covered pants has to run from like behind a wall to the back of the van to get the, like the, the bat, the body bag and then runs yeah. back with, with it. <laughs> I drop it. And like, Fuck. <laughs> Shove the blood in there. Oh, slam door. Woo, we're done. B we're done. Oh, Oh, my friends are done. Uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, Send me send me an SMS. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. Uh, wait, I I don't have your number though. Uh, oh. Agency will walk up with his like torn suit jacket and like bleeding a little <laughs> bit. And he'd be like, uh, yeah, here's here's my card. If uh, you need to get a hold of us, you know, if anything else comes to mind with regards to what happened here, give us a call and uh, you know, we'll we'll take some action. On yeah, that. do we have to do anything weird with civilians? To be like, oh, sure, you saw some stuff today, but uh, yeah, they got I'll, a little bit of uh, PCP in their system. I'll, so. I'll lean in a little close to him and I'll, 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 I'll say, the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> this world is full of monsters. <laughs> I'm going to put on sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> At which point a squadron of police cars show up and they just storm the building and they're like – Break like they're going in as if like the creature was still in there. Uh, obviously, extremely late to the scene. The three of you pull away, uh, and you head back to the NS9 office. Just like quietly or listening to '80s rock covered in blood. <laughs> yes, that's mm -hmm. appropriate. <laughs> Do you guys want Taco Bell? We can go through the drive. Oh yes, I love that idea. Uh yeah, may I take your order? Do you still have those potato things? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, we're out of potatoes. Oh, Tell them nacho they, fries. They have those hot nacho. wings. Is that the, they do hot wings now, right? You, you do hot wings. <laughs> uh, we, we do. We do have hot wings. Yes, yes, we have hot wings now. Andy. Let's talk about. You don't get hot wings from Taco Bell. Well, it's a new we'll thing. You've got to try the new wings. thing. Three uh, hot wings, the, please. If you, uh, I'm and sorry. Then a, a crunchy gordita, uh, Crunchwrap Supreme, Baja Blast, Mexican pizza, three Baja Blasts all around. Yeah. And you get your order, and you head back to the NS9 office. I pour a little bit out the car door. <laughs> Who's that for? For the dead? Oh, uh, Is that what, like, pouring pour one out for the homies? <laughs> I was going to add alcohol to it, but maybe I haven't gotten down. Maybe I'm not that grizzled enough. Maybe that's 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 a... Maybe that's not my, my character. You mm. you like cut it with real Mountain Dew. You just pour like a flask of real Mountain <laughs> yeah. Dew into your Baja Blast. Co like, puts a little coat around it. Pour some yeah. Propel in there to take the edge off. <laughs> oh, up all night. Powdered Propel into your fucking Baja Blast. <laughs> Shake it. <laughs> it's got electrolytes. It's good for you. Oh. I pretend to eat all of this and drink all of it. I'd be bouncing off the wall. Does like does B like to taste things? I'm going to turn around in my seat and be like, 
I have never even considered this. And I'm going to shove a whole Mexican pizza into her mouth in like two bites. Hell yes. I was imagining like this this maddening thing where she just licks all the sauce off of a hot wing and then doesn't eat the hot wing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a popsicle. (laughs) Uh, Wait, you can eat these things? I thought they were just for flavor. Oh, wow. What do you do? Like, I'm going to have a full Mexican pizza in my mouth and be like, what's next? Does she like unhinge her jaw? Like, is it? It's like a lot, right? It's like a chipmunk. It's just the 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 material is in her mouth, but she has not chewed or swallowed yet. Um, I think agency would indulge her and at least look behind himself and then just slowly turn back to the front. It's like, all right, we're going back to headquarters. Uh, a big chunk of my cheesy gordita crunch falls out the front as I'm driving and lands in my lap and I start crying. <laughs> yes. no. You have the messiest pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom's going to be so mad. Uh, like you, you thought about scooping <laughs> yeah, up like, with your other half, or maybe but I then do it's like blood, blood covered. Like a, like a finger on me or something like that. Is the implication <laughs> that your mom does your laundry even though you're a grown adult living by yourself? Yes. <laughs> I he go there every weekend. To his mom's Excuse house me. On the his me mom does our laundry. Y'all, y'all's laundry. <laughs> y'all's laundry. And <laughs> be someone's dirty laundry from the void. <laughs> so that we can <laughs> oh my five. God. Is that why I'm always in uh, mismatched clothes and just riffraff? I actually just like pull out new clothes from oh someone's God. dryer. <laughs> so you bring the second body to the laboratory of the NS9 offices. And Harold opens up the body bag and looks and goes, wow, another one. So there's two of them. Yeah, I texted you pictures back when we were on the crime scene. Well, I didn't know if that was the same picture of the one uh, I had. I, but I forgot that you don't get a signal down here in the sub-basement. Yeah. We got to get, get you on the Wi-Fi. But what's interesting, you, you see these features. These are post-human features. Like, they were human once. They weren't creatures. There's something happening here it's something new um also i i did a blood toxicity test and the first one you brought has extremely high levels of uh what is called ghrelin and menoamine oxidase street name sigma wait what do you mean sigma oh hear about it all the time no actually no we we were talking to one of the co-workers and Apparently, this guy and the other guy, they work at the same place, know each other, been going up to somewhere in the mountains and doing something called Sigma. Wait a minute. I've heard of this. Hold on. And you hear him like click, 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 clack, click, clack on the computer. uh, And he's uh, Googling Sigma. He's like, I knew it. This new drug called Sigma, it's being pushed by that, you know, that guy, the podcaster guy, Bo Slogan. He is like the worst. And I guess it's like for guys, guys, and they're taking these drugs. And I mean, we should be concerned, though, if these two uh, amino acids, if they're inside Sigma, this can be possibly what's changing people to these creatures. Um, It's enzymes. They like create aggression and hunger. And, And our bodies naturally have these enzymes, but... Man, it's like a thousand percent more than normal. I come in wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt that says NS9 Summer Volleyball Bash 1993. And 
Why would anyone create a drug to do all that stuff? The the world's already bad enough as it is. Yeah. Like, if you can't um, control the people, is it just cr- create violence for violence sake? Harold, are you saying that someone's out there making monsters? And that's where we're going to call it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. We're having so much fun playing and producing this new show, so stay tuned for more to come. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, make sure to check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greetings Adventurers, a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you wanted to follow the people who make this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Agent C is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Andy is played by Tim at Tim Lanning, and B is played by Veronica at Typical Veronica. Our show is also edited by Steph at Steph O. Kingston and produced by yours truly. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.